everybody, and welcome to the Dreamcast. With your Dreamcast. Do it again, TV and Jamal's TV. Okay, I'm bringing it back. I don't want it, and this isn't even a funny <laughs> bit to me. Like, I'm honestly, like, I'm so serious when I say that, like, it's not even funny to me. <laughs> it's not funny to anybody. It's not like we have somebody in the comments who's like, duh, Nurkin really got him that time. That's such a funny bit that he does. We don't have that. We don't have that. <laughs> Maybe if we had that, I would give you a pass. But we don't. <laughs> this is how you make running jokes. This is how you make running jokes, J-Boss. Yeah. J-Boss mad. That's all That's all it is. J-Boss mad. <laughs> so anyways, uh, how's it going, everybody? It, it's uh, It's been like a week or so. Uh, the world's on fire. Everything sucks. But you know what? You didn't come here to uh, be depressed. You came here to learn about how to interpret dreams uh, and uh, sometimes learn home improvement from (laughs) J-Boss. Did we learn home improvement? Is that something that happened? (laughs) That happened last episode, or two episodes ago. Did it? Oh, and the one that that is uploaded now, because we, we work retroactively in the future. So it's always hard to determine. Yeah, that's why that's why it took two weeks to get it out. Because when you say the words Minneapolis, two weeks ago doesn't mean anything. Now means a lot. Uh, this is this is the one thing that I was going to mention. Uh, somebody got murdered here uh, in in uh, during one of the protests. So it's like it is literally happening everywhere, and it's kind of scary. But now. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take some magic dust and we're gonna we're gonna blow it in your eyes and we're gonna pretend like none of that is happening because we're two weeks in the future and everything is perfect and yeah everything's and blown over by now right guys yes oh my god racism is cured <laughs> who knew who knew the world is perfect two weeks from now this is my prediction I've had a dream. <laughs> I, yes, I, I, I had a dream, I was at work, and I, I didn't have to think about any of this. So we're hoping that we can allow you to forget about this retroactively. We're putting so yeah, out so some... yeah, in the comments, let, let us know uh, just how good it is two weeks in the future. <laughs> when we've already moved on and have recorded is at least two Is cancer cured yet? Let us know. Right, we need to know. Um, what, what do we got on the docket today? What do you got planned? What are you going to surprise me with? Oh, boy. So I had a dream. About your balls? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be ball news. I thought you were going to give it I, I wish I, some someday ball news will return. But anyways, uh, so picture this, right? Uh, last night, well, not last night, two nights ago, it hardly matters. Um, I was sleeping, and I don't normally have dreams these days because I don't normally sleep until it's far past time for a... Uh, you know, having enough time to get REM, but I just so happened to have a dream, and I was quite frightened by this dream, so much so that I woke up, I bolted out of, out of, uh, into a sitting position, you know, and I was in a cold sweat. (laughs) You bolted. I ran so fast into a sitting position. Exactly. Yeah, I ran around the room, and then I sat back down, (laughs) and then I was like, wait a second, I have a duty this is no time to be afraid. I need to write this down right now before I forget it. Because I have a job to do. So this is what I do. Uh, this is what I did. 
Uh, and this is exactly how I wrote it, and I have not edited it at all. So let's let's see the phrasing. <laughs> well, is, is there is there tears? Like are there tears on the paper? Like you're like so terrified that you're just crying. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's what I wrote: Living in a house. Uh, this, these aren't full sentences. These are, they're all fragments. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting into stream of consciousness. You know what you yeah. make fun of everybody so hard for doing. I do doing not. Exact, I, yes, I, I, I we say can't that understand. That's, that's this is accurate. not complete sentence. I said that it's accurate to how <laughs> dreams. Are, never mind. Okay, living in a house. Weird piranha plant thing. It's a spring, but every time you walk by it it randomizes what object is on the end of it or what creature is on the end of it. And it keeps scaring me every time I walk past it. Uh, for context, I'm living in a mansion and there's an outdoor place between between two sections of the mansion. And that's where the springy piranha plant looking thing is. And sometimes there's like a cat on the end of it. Sometimes there's, you know, all sorts of ghouls and creatures on the end of it. But every time I walk past it and I get startled and I'm like, holy shit, what's that? And then I realize, oh, that's the thing. Why did I buy that? Why is that there? <laughs> <laughs> and here's a weird thing that I've noticed in dreams after, like, analyzing them from, like, you know, an internal perspective, not just from looking at other people's, is there's a lot of kind of implied context that when you're in the dream, it's like, it's there, but, like, if you wrote down the dream, it makes no sense. So, like, uh, for example, like, when I was walking through there, it's like, oh, yes, yeah, I live in a mansion, you know, I, I bought this piranha plant springy thing and I put it out in the garden. Looks nice, in it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> every time I walk past it, I get scared. And, like, even though that's not expressly said in the dream, I know that I bought that and put it there. It's almost like I have memories of that dream life well it's like there's this huge belief that because you know nobody knows what fuck dreams are but it's like this whole belief that you're just experiencing alternate dimensions of yourself like when you when you get put into that state <laughs> you're just kind of reaching out to every version of you that has ever existed um what because, a fucking dimension that would be and it's this it's your life that you're living and that's why you don't need context uh, but I think that might it might just be your brain is like it's it's already made the story, um, and because I I mean I I experienced the same thing uh, the other night here I think what we'll do is because I'll, I'll recount my dream that I had a couple nights ago I have more though I know but you know we kind of got to take these bit by bit it's called a conversation <laughs> <Okay>. asshole. <laughs> All right, um, all right. And this, it's, <laughs> this, I have very brief flashes. I remember the guy's face so well because he had a very smooth, like very pasty face and very bright blue <laughs> eyes and a stupid looking nose. Wait, and that's me. Had, <laughs> that's me you're no, dreaming about. <laughs> no, but he had, uh, he had jet black hair, like it was dyed and then straightened to be like a scene kid, you know, from <clears throat> the mid 2000s. And I can, I, the problem is, is I recognize he's an actor of some sort, or maybe he's a YouTuber or something. I've seen this guy before, but I can't. Once again. <laughs> it's not you. It's not you. He's, he's much older. He's kind of like, he's kind of Paul Dano-y. I guess you kind of look like Paul Dano-y. I promise it's, it's not it's, you. It's, 
it's me but the version of me in like a spider-man two or three or whatever where he <laughs> where he like dyes his hair and puts on eyeliner and fucking walks around town that's that's who it is yeah finger gunning everybody yeah <laughs> um and i remember i was supposed to go somewhere but what ended up happening was they shut down the city because of the quarantine and like i was then quarantined to my bed and this man was the doctor and i wasn't sick but I think somebody else within the building was sick because it somehow, hmm. you know, I like I said, I think it's one of these things where it's like it goes from one dream to another and you just kind of, yeah. you you extend the context of one into the other. Yeah, you just um, go with it. And I remember, because I remember he was the doctor and he was like talking to me about like, you know, he's asking me if I'm feeling any symptoms and I'm like staring at his titties and it's just, <laughs> there's just like snot all over his breasts. And I just, I was just like, What? Is and this a fat like, man or a, a, a or a normal sized no, man no. with breasts? <laughs> no, no, I. It's a joke, is what it is. I'm just calling them breasts because <laughs> okay. I'm just just I'm, double checking. <laughs> I'm breaking down gender walls. Is what is what I'm doing. So, <laughs> I, what a hero! Because <laughs> he's he's just in like blue scrubs. He kind of looks like JD, but not like JD. That's the thing. Is like I know this guy's face because they always say that in your dreams. You, you don't come up with an original face. You've taken from all the faces that you've seen in the world and you just kind of transplant them onto people. Yeah, I'm sure it's kind of like a composite of, you know, different faces you've seen, if not just a straight up ripped one from, you know, your life. Yeah, and it's like, I know, because I know on top of that, like, there are some times where you have a dream and you're like, yes, this is that person. This is Ryan Gosling. This is this celebrity. <laughs> um, I had a sex dream. Uh, one of my first ones was about Amanda Bynes. Um, oh, I thought was, you were going to say with Ryan Gosling. No, it was not. <laughs> I'm like, wow. It was, uh, it was Amanda Bynes and Kim Possible because that was the climate that I grew up in. Um, I had a huge crush on Amanda Bynes and she was skateboarding and I really wanted to skateboard as well. And I just wanted to touch her. Uh, she on uh, Nickelodeon or something? Yeah, she was uh, the Amanda show. Um, See, I wasn't allowed to watch Nickelodeon as a kid. Because it's evil? No, because they, my parents thought it would make me stupid. <laughs> yeah, but you being a kid is like SpongeBob era, right? Yeah, so that's one of the main reasons is they're like, oh, SpongeBob. Because you were born about your in brain. The, you were born in the two thousands. Are you ready for this like slice of knowledge? Bestow this slice of knowledge on me. I am ten years, a whole fucking decade older than you. That's a yeah. long. That's a long process of media and evolution. Like, by the time you were born, I was already in, like, middle school, going into high school. We got, like, a Boomer versus Zoomer uh, thing going on here. <laughs> yeah, it's Millennial versus Zoomer. So, Amanda show, I was, I think, like, I, that's, like, mid-90s. Like, that's the thing is, like, a lot of these shows were around, like, came and went, you know. Because then there was Drake and Josh. That came out of the Amanda show. Do you remember Drake and Josh? Uh, I remember it only in passing. You know, I never, I never really watched it. Like I said, I wasn't allowed. <laughs> what did you actually watch when you were a kid, though? Like, what was the, what was your TV habits? Did you guys have cable? Uh, no. I, for for a lot of uh, for a lot of my childhood, we didn't even have uh, a TV. And then Ooh. when we had a TV, we didn't have cable. So the only thing we could watch was DVDs. But there was like a small portion of time where uh, I was living at my great grandmother's house when I was quite young. Um, 
and then we had access to TV, and that was kind of like the the only time that I got to saw uh, got to saw got to see a lot of uh, you know modern television that is actually aimed towards me. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I've always had a TV, but like I am I am the generation right you know raised on television. Um, with my mom kind of. I mean, more or less, I was that. raised but on the like, internet, so it's kind of like. Uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah it's the it, I, that is really kind of like the generational shift yeah um but the the point i, was <laughs> I turned out fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the point that i was trying to make if i reach back into my nuts was sometimes in your dreams you see somebody and that is the person but i think other times you see somebody and i think this happens more often than not than people that are actually in your life where i don't know them by how they look i know them by how i feel mm. so it's like that person i know is my mom because i can feel that it's my mom like it's like the feelings that i have towards this person in the dream is that she's my mom. It's not like, oh yeah, I was walking down the street and then I recognized with my eyeballs. Cause a lot of times it's like my mom dies or, you know, people around me die. And then it's like that, like, oh, why, why has this happened to me? Why have they died? But then when I really like try to sit down and think about it, they're not like their faces don't look like they're normal human beings. Yeah. And maybe, maybe cause I always had this belief that um, we live in this cyclical universe um, and we're living the same life over and over again. And the people that we, kind of create connections with we we they're very firm that we're very tied together and that way when you are feeling and thinking about somebody or even dreaming about somebody but that it's because you're like they're thinking of you and it's kind mm. of like a one hand washing the other kind of situation i don't know what this has to do with uh, with dreams but <clears throat> maybe that's why maybe that's why it's like a feeling that i'm having that this person is that person as opposed to just seeing them and recognizing them like it's less that it's less that I am deciding them to be that and more that something mm -hmm. else has dictated that that is what that is. Huh. I don't know. It's strange. But the point that I was making was, so the guy's, he's got snot all over his titties. And then I <laughs> Yeah, look, back to the important stuff. He's and then got I, snot all over his titties. <laughs> and then I look at his face and he, there's snot pouring out of his nose. That's like the only thing that I've really latched on to. Wow. It's just this just snot pouring out of his nose. And he's a quote unquote doctor asking, <laughs> asking me, asking me if I'm sick. And I'm just like, are you sure that you're not sick? As, and he's just like, oh, how embarrassing. And then just like, wipes it and then like snorts it out. <laughs> oh, no. But like, that's the that's like my one little dream nugget that I'm going to give because <laughs> I can't remember much more than that. Well, I think I think even that amount of hearing of your dreams is traumatizing enough <laughs> <laughs> i just i gotta find i know i fucking i found it i know who it is i know who it is um it's a tiktoker <laughs> uh, of course it's uh you call me a zoomer i don't know what his name is i don't know what his name is but he's got these stupid shark teeth and um he uh there was a trend like a couple months ago where they would get these cheap, stupid little fruit capsules. Um, and, you know, you twist the top off and you suck the juice out of it. But he would play this fun game where he would bite it to prove, quote unquote, that his teeth are real. And then it caused this very big trend where everybody needed to go find 
these fucking fruit capsules so that they could bite them. And a lot of times, A, it either shoots into your throat or B, when you bite it, it shoots towards the camera. And it's like, oh, you're playing See, the game. Th- this part seems like the part that would be in a dream and not in real life. But <laughs> here we are, 2020. Um, <laughs> this is a yeah. real thing that people do. <laughs> so whoever that, he got very, like, he, I mean, he's got multi-millions of followers on there now. And I fucking hate his <sighs> face. I hate seeing him. He's always doing dumb things. I and he was your doctor in this dream? Yes, he was my doctor. <laughs> With snot pouring out of He his turned nose. his life around. <laughs> yeah, He's like, apparently. all right, time to get my degree. <laughs> well, but then also, like, he had dyed hair. Because that's the other, like, major thing. And maybe that's why it was really hard for me to kind of pick on it. Because he had that black, dark hair. But now kind of, like, mm. you know, kind of photofiling through my, my, my memory of faces. I, I was finally able to. I'm glad that I had that moment here in time. Like, you got that, you got that reaction it's so fucking stupid that I, I that is a TikToker, but yeah. So. Someone's gotta like go in Photoshop or like animate animate <laughs> that because that would be quite the image. <laughs> the TikTok doctor, the TikToker, <laughs> the doctor. Okay. Uh, All right. It, I'm sorry for interrupting you with my dreams. <laughs> no, I mean it's very interesting, but I. I, I I don't I don't know how to how to react. <laughs> I I guess the only way I I can is just uh just go back to Nunikin to to alternate reality mansion Nunikin. Nunikin yes. who who uh got a ton of money off of uh what I assume is uh you know uh the original Nunikin podcast <laughs> back when that was a thing or uh, Nunikin gamer back in uh, ninth grade uh, well, and he's now living in a mansion see what well, what i was doing was i i knew that this story was so riveting that i had to put a little ad break right in the middle so that we could continue watch time that's all that i was doing i was trying to just ensure <laughs> that people because they just had to know they had to know how it ends with this yeah, yeah piranha spring plane because <laughs> it's because it's obviously an overarching story with like <laughs> character arcs and and everything but uh so a a metal trough shows up to my house. <laughs> like somebody delivers it? No, it just kind of it just kind of does. <laughs> just, oh, there's that metal trough that I ordered. <laughs> yeah, well, it just kind of levitates in. Uh, you like it's the type of trough that like a horse would eat out of. So it's like a metal trough. My 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 dreams don't make any. Uh, don't like I I don't think you could analyze this, but. Maybe this is what uh, we should we should get people to try and analyze. Uh, but anyways, uh, metal trough shows up much like that that a horse would uh, drink out of, but uh, it's shaped like mega legs. <laughs> I don't understand. Like it. So Neither it's do not, I. It's, a, it's not a metal statue. No. Or is it? It's just it's just shaped. It's shaped like. It's very hard to explain because. It's not really shaped like Megalegs. It's more like I looked at it and I was like, oh, Megalegs could fit in there. <laughs> is it like a, like a wishbone shape where it's like a trough that's got like two different... Yes, it's like place a place for two feet. Okay. <laughs> but it's it's large and I'm like, oh yeah, I could picture Megalegs standing in there. I don't know why that <laughs> that was the thought process in the well, dream. Well, this is your like... continuity. This is... I <laughs> I think what you're actually telling us is the next episode of Quest for Colony content. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. That's, this is just a shameless ploy. 
<laughs> yeah, this is just the this is this isn't even a dream. This is just my script for the next episode. <laughs> I'm just workshopping my material. Uh first step, gotta find a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh but it wasn't an empty trough. It was filled with pills or maybe like packaged food or something. That's what I wrote down. Uh Pills oh, or packaged food I, or something. I forgot that you were reading this. I thought you were purely just recounting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is the thoughts of a madman. Uh right after he woke up. Keep that in mind. Um like packets of food like ramen packets or I could hardly tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I wrote down. Most this is all that remains of, of that version of Nunikin. I've since forgotten everything about the dream. This is new to me. <laughs> Well, I think I think what happens, at least for me specifically, if I don't like physically try to remember the dream right when I wake up, then I lose it forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when I sit down, because that's like that's the that's the how I was able to recount this one for you, because I thought it would be interesting. <laughs> but also like the same where I murder my boss. Like it's the like it's, if I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's recount the details and try to remember exactly what happened. And this is kind of what you know is basically what you're doing as well. Except for whatever reason, I just kind of store it in my brain. <laughs> yeah, I obviously could provide more details, but I think the only the only standout for mine, obviously, was uh, the snot the snot covered doctor. <laughs> the mystery of the snot covered doctor. Yeah, or the doctor rather. <laughs> um. So apparently, well, maybe this gives a hint into the storyline of uh, how this alternate reality Nunikin got his uh, money for his mansion. Uh, so I was being asked, uh, to take a look at this show, uh, because apparently I'm the type of, you know, I'm like a producer or something. Uh, and, you know, someone was showing me the video of the show, but instead of just seeing the video, I was like teleported into it to take a closer look. Uh, but the show was, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this show. It's called Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I think everybody's heard of that show. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Uh, but there was a twist. Instead of being animated, it was all done with puppets. And I was like, wow, that's a bit creepy. Because the puppets were very unsettling. Uh, and I just kind of saw, like, part of an episode where everything, like, it was just, like, a normal episode. But everything was replaced with puppets and, like, live action stuff. And I was <laughs> very creeped out by it. Uh, but I was I was talking to the person who was showing it to me. And I was like... Yeah, something about it is just, uh, it, it's scary because their eyes don't close and they remind us of cameras. I, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> they remind us of cameras, I guess. I guess when I was dreaming, I was like, uh, that's a really profound statement. It's like, <laughs> it's like they remind us of cameras. Like we're always being watched in society these days. But There's uh, your analysis. That's all you need. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, smash cut to uh, a dam. <laughs> like I'm not even there. It's just a a clip of a of a guy, uh, a rich guy who's also who also has a southern accent. Uh, I think he's an actor. Um, judging by the context that I remember from the dream, but he was gonna jump into the water. Not like a suicide thing, but he, he legitimately thought he would survive if he jumped from the top of the dam. 
So he tried to jump, and then halfway down the jump, he was like, wait a second, I still have my socks on. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So he clings onto the side of the dam and then slides down the side of the dam, stops himself just like in the middle, takes his socks off, and then jumps in the dam and drowns. I don't think you're recounting a dream anymore. No, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> I don't believe you, because we're not even at your house anymore. What is going on? <laughs> like I said, it's a smash cut. Uh, at, at least that's what I was told, because it was more of a flashback during a conversation I was having with someone. That's what I wrote down. Uh you remember also, I noted you remember a conversation <laughs> with somebody, and the conversation was them telling you, or is it the or like I know? Well, it's like know. it's like it's like in a movie where like they're talking, and then it shows like what's what the clip is, you know? It shows what but they're talking dream, about. You weren't having a conversation with somebody; you were just remembering having a conversation with somebody. Yes. <laughs> like I said, my dreams are very uh, amorphous and stupid. But uh, you're just building context. That's all that that is. Like, obviously, this is the only way that this makes sense in here. Is if I remember yeah. having a conversation about somebody <laughs> telling me about this guy jumping off the thing. Like, it's so removed. But it's what I wrote down. I wrote no, down I it was a flashback during a conversation. Uh, but the last thing I noted is I woke up and I noted that every time I wake up now, I keep expecting to see Shadow Men. <laughs> Because you're still afraid of sleep paralysis. Yes. <laughs> I woke up and I was I was looking around. And I'm like, huh, no shadow men. <laughs> like, like I was surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, where are they? <laughs> you wake up and you're just like, can I move? I don't think I can move. <laughs> Hold on. Let me try. You just like fucking smack your face in the, yourself in the face. And you're like, no, I can, I can move, Donnie. I can move. <laughs> yeah, I just paralyzed myself on accident. So I need the Spark Notes version of that. So you're in a you're in a mansion <laughs> yeah, so... that you have you have amassed with your podcast wealth. Yes, and you're spooked by a plant that you purchased. A trot shows up. <laughs> yes, and then what? Yep. And then you have a conversation with somebody and remember. Uh, oh, and then I then I uh, review review uh, BoJack Horseman if it was made with oh, yes. puppets, and then okay. and I was quite frightened by that. Oh um, God, I'm so afraid. And then you smash cut. To a conversation. And then I smash cut to <laughs> I smash Where... cut to remembering a conversation <laughs> uh, of somebody talking about a famous person with a southern accent who jumped off into a dam, took his socks off, and then drowned. Yes. <laughs> uh, 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 I, I'd like to see uh, Evangelist <laughs> fucking Josh figure that out. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, you, 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 you. This is your call. We're doing this right in the middle of the episode. We normally kind of save this for the end. Um, but help us with both of our dreams. Mine is a little bit more simple. Please tell me the meaning of snot coming out of a doctor's nose. That's all I need to know about. Whereas Nunikin over here basically needs <laughs> professional help. We need to know about piranha plant with an ever-changing top. I think that's the most interesting thing that you should, if you want my spark notes to kind of help you, help you <laughs> what to hone in on, the ever-changing top. Because if you want a little nibble, I think that's going to give us... And a, I knew it was a, there a every window. time, and yet tiny I was little frightened window. every time. 
Yeah, a little window into what scares Munikin. <laughs> when he's going to sleep at night, what his ever-prevalent fears are. Mine is that I'll be alone for the rest of my life and nobody will love me. <laughs> if we want to figure out what Nunikins is, we have to focus in on that little piranha plant. What did you say was on it? A cat? A cat uh, at one point, but the, the cat's head was like super distorted. Uh, <laughs> and I don't remember what the other ones were anymore. Should have written those down. Wrote those down. Um, yeah, just I mean the 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 idea is just every time it's a different object and it just springs towards you, uh, really uncomfortably close. Kind of like uh, one of those clown things. Yeah, like a jack in the box. Yeah. Um, I can't. I know there's like a movie where there's like a giant one and it like kind of like domineers over the camera. As it's kind of swaying back and forth. I can't remember what movie that is, but I know that that happens in a movie of some sort. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, figure it out. I'm very, very confused. What well, does it mean? <laughs> and we're going to we're going to help you out because today we thought that we would do. So after giving you a couple dreams, because, you know, dreams are important. We thought we'd give you a little starter pack. Um, and this is provided by Reddit, so we're not doing a lot of work here. But we thought that we would help you if you were interested in analyzing your own dreams or if you need help giving us some, you know, ideas into our own nonsense. Of course. Um, we could give you a nice little jumping off point. At the end, so, we'll give you a certificate of dream interpretation. Um, yes. <laughs> we'll have like a little printable thing in the description. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, as, hang it on your wall. As stated by this article, this is the Rosetta Stone of dream interpretation. So you oh, know, wow. yeah, like this is this is the real shit. <laughs> um, so let's start. We're just gonna do a little bit of skimming. Leave it to Reddit to to completely <laughs> map out what everything means in the brain, right? Uh, dream interpreta- interpretation begins with symbolism. Symbolism is the use of symbols to convey special meaning. I. I shouldn't have have to have to fucking define <laughs> symbolism for you because that's like something that you learn in elementary school. Like it's like when you're going through like all the different t- forms of pain. Like what is abstract painting? What is reali- realism <laughs> painting? Like what is postmodern painting? Like who gives a shit? Uh, <clears throat> is this but, is this separated into uh, sections? Is this separated into like bullet points? Yeah, for the most part. Okay, just just to make sure that every time we get into a new section. Uh, we we acknowledge it, so it's like uh, we can recap it at the end. Yeah. So this whole first section is really just. I'm just going to repack of it. It's it's uh, it's explaining what symbolism is. Um, a lot of times <laughs> in symbolism, you'll have pictures. You'll have you know. Sometimes in books, the cat stands for. Uh, okay. How about this? How about this? They say that the reason that serial killers a lot of the times torture cats is because cats remind them of women. Cats have very feminine structure, uh, very, you know, uh, seductive way. Not seductive, that's kind of bad. It makes me sound like I want to have sex with a cat. <laughs> but they have a... The, cats are very soft, delicate, as women are also seen. So a lot of times, this is kind of like a little bit abstract, but the reason that serial killers do that is because they think that it's a woman. And that, like, within itself... So if you do a little painting, sometimes you do a cat. Cat means woman just because and i guess dogs mean men because they're sloppy and gross that's the only thing that i could think that means yeah so symbolism obviously what happens in your dreams what it is showing you is not what is it is trying to tell you just because you see a car in your dream doesn't mean 
that you should focus on the fact that it's a car. Um, the car can easily stand for something else, as we've kind of made jokes about in the past. You know, death means change. Snakes means fear of change or whatever. Driving cars means change as well, if I remember correctly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's the big thing is understanding that what your dreams are telling you aren't always literal. But I think what's even funnier about that kind of bullshit is that sometimes it is very literal. Sometimes what your dream is telling you is exactly, you know, kind of like our friend Gregory from the last episode. Exactly. Whatever. Stop drink, stop smoking cigarettes. That's all the that stop that drinking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Every day it makes a smoothie in the morning. It's <laughs> like, oh, I really shouldn't, but they're so tasty. <laughs> Uh, this one says, dream symbolism tells a story and you participate. Dreams introduce an idea or subject and tell a story about it. It's condition and circumstances. It's history and prospects. Everything you need to paint the picture. You step into the picture and participate in the story as an actor. You respond to the dream, to the story told through symbolism. As if it's all real and everything's really happening. While knowing subconsciously what it all really means. Knowing subconsciously, I think obviously, like, we don't know. I feel like knowing and like, you know, like understanding is a conscious thing. So I don't feel like you can really know subconsciously. It's more like you feel something subconsciously. I don't know. Just how I interpret it. Uh, I, I, it's, I think you is the thing. I don't think you know, but I think your brain knows. Your brain is trying yeah. to tell you something. And your brain, which is, I mean, at the end of the day, is you, is what kind of establishes this. Um, I think, so we're going to break away. We have three simple facts to help understand the meaning of, dream, of dreams. Uh, simple fact number one, you know subconsciously what your dreams mean. Uh, deep inside yourself, you, let, you know what your dreams mean because you create them in your unconscious mind. You create your mm. dreams, the fact that can be counterintuitive because dreams can appear foreign and disconnected from you. The unconscious mind is by nature outside of your conscious awareness. And the unconscious mind communicates with symbolism. Symbolism is covered in depth at this site. The unconscious mind isn't blah, 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 dum, 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 <laughs> dum. Remember what you already know, blah, blah, blah. Simple fact number one, dr- or number two, sorry. Dreams are stories. <clears throat> they can be crazy well. stories <laughs> that don't follow normal logic. But nonetheless, they're stories and figuring that is similar to analyzing a novel or a movie. Which I think is funny. Um like thinking about that because uh movies a lot of times have a lot more meaning put onto them than what actually is there um yeah it's like it's like that whole like oh you know i i made the curtains blue because i just needed to come up with something and then you know eons down the road english teacher is please write a paragraph as to why the curtains blue. <laughs> whereas know. they just like oh i like blue yeah <laughs> so exactly I made the curtains blue <laughs> Um, but I kind of to an extent like I kind of like that about about some art to where like there's enough there's enough there to where even uh, even if the the author didn't really mean for that to uh, have a specific meaning the audience can kind of add to the meaning of the art well, and that's kind of that's like that's kind of what they always talk about. I think the big issue that the, that's always put out is with the whole uh, George Lucas um, and the Star Wars thing. <clears throat> There's this whole idea that once you create something and kind of put it out into the world, there's the semblance that it's not yours anymore. 
that by -hmm. giving it to the people it 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 becomes everybody's like it's shared like we all collectively kind of add to it and take away from it what we want and so for somebody to come in and change it even though he is the creator of it there is some extent of you know it's the people's now it's not yours yeah well i mean i feel like it should be almost kind of up to you because obviously you don't like up to the creator i mean because like Obviously, you don't want uh, to release something and have it interpreted as, like, the opposite of what you meant for it to be. And then everyone thinks, oh, this is, like, propaganda for, you know, this uh, undesirable opinion, you know. Like, I feel like in that case, you can be, like, to clarify, you know, I I didn't mean to... Like, that's not what I meant. Here's what I meant. Like, I feel like if if there is meaning to be had there and people miss it, it's not ideal. Obviously, it should people should be able to pick up on it. But I feel like it's not completely, you know, one sided at that at that point. I don't I feel like it's more of like a conversation than like, oh, it's just the audiences now. I feel like it's kind of a combination of like uh the audience adds stuff and the the author you know kind of says what he was going for or whatever but well and it's kind it's of kind like, of weird because it's like it's like uh it's like adding to art after it's already out and i i don't really know my opinion on it yet honestly yeah you're kind of dancing around a lot so well because because um, well my my thing with with art because i've been working a lot on this album and a lot with like lyrics and stuff and it feels to me like art isn't this like very clear uh at least for me isn't this very clear thing to where like okay here's the message uh and i'm just gonna say this message now uh in you know whatever way possible and this is exactly what i'm feeling and what my opinion is whereas for me it feels like that's not how it is at all it's like a combination of like uh just kind of how a train of thought plays out rather than like okay this is the message i'm trying to get across and i'm going to you know try my best to make everything lead to that maybe that that speaks more to my like lack of experience in uh in music or whatever but to me it feels like it's a combination of like these are my actual opinions but also a lot of this is tainted by emotion or it's something that i thought uh, a while ago and and don't currently agree with but i still want to voice that um that concept you know well and it's also like it's also this idea that um because it doesn't matter what you set out what you're putting out as the um the message or what you're trying to say because people are always going to analyze it differently And I think it's, you just have to kind of let them do that. That's why I think there has to be like with the whole George Lucas thing, you can say your intentions all you want, but if people are going to pull the wrong things out of it, you like, that's kind of mob think at that point. Like Mm -hmm. they're just going to, they're going to think whatever you want. You know what your intentions are. um, But I think what's more important is, this is going to sound weird, touching people. (sighs) And like the fact that you, what you have created has then, allowed people to kind of influence and overanalyze and kind of take something away from it. I think that's more important, not necessarily what they're taking away from it, just that they are Mm. taking something away from it. Um, Yeah. And allowing it to better themselves. Regardless, there's a lot of, there's a lot of songs where 
kind of looking into what they're actually talking about has kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, because, and I think specifically it's uh, a song and it just kind of came up in my shuffle one time and it's a very sad kind of dour song. And I think it's called no plan B mm. or something like this, or I'm not part of your plans or I'm not part of your dreams. Something okay. like that. Hold on. Maybe I can try and another, another famous example would be like, uh, Hey, yeah. Uh... Hey, yeah. It's like a famous <laughs> one where it's like, it's a song. There are a lot of people just listen to it. Cause it's, you know, sounds, sounds cheerful. It's a good, you know, party and song or whatever. But and then uh, if you look into the lyrics, it's like, oh, it's a bit serious. What is it actually about? So I can't think I... of what the exact topics were. Oh, it, it's it's about like, uh, I do remember now. It's about like, uh, you know, losing love and like uh, that type of thing where like, uh, you know, people staying together even though they maybe shouldn't stuff like that to where it's like it sounds like a song where it's just like you know a good thing to groove to and that's on purpose but it's kind of to trojan horse like a a different message uh so the song that i was talking about was i guess i'm not a part of your dreams by little image and uh the first time i listened to it it's kind of like like i said it's a very sad kind of dour like uh maybe there's a reason for me are you scared of wasting all of your dreams Mm. um just like, you know, maybe I'm a good plan B shit like that. And I was like, oh, this is like a, it's like a breakup song. Like, you know, yeah. sad, like, you know, guy's missing out on something. And he's like, or maybe not a breakup song, but he's like, you know, this person chose somebody else. And I was like, and that relationship isn't necessarily working out. So maybe why don't you just try me? Like, I know I'm not, and you kind of get that like perspective from a lot of songs. Um, the <clears throat> Moby Dick by uh Nakey Jakey, which is one of my I really favorite. like that song. Yeah, it's a fucking bomb ass track. Um but he's like I'm not the puppy. I like most of that guy's tracks. He only but he's got so little and that's a problem. Yeah, I, I know. I think it's because he I think he's a perfectionist and I think he's so focused on, you know, yeah. out the good stuff. Um but he's got a very different style. Cause it's not completely like it's not completely serious, but it like there's a deeper emotion in it, you know? That's how I feel it prof is as well. Um, yeah. It's, it, there, there's some element of not taking yourself seriously. Uh, but then, so th- that song that I was talking about earlier, I look into the meaning and it's a pro-life song. Um, it's mm. a guy who's like, hey, don't fucking kill babies. And I was like, well, now I can't <laughs> not think about that. Now it's kind of like ruined me ever like enjoying listening mm. to the song. So I think... Sometimes uh, sometimes I would rather people just kind of put stuff out there and let people kind of analyze it. Because for me, there's almost a joy in that. Yeah. There's like a, there's a, there's a, there's a, like, just, I don't know. Like, I want people to interpret to, interpret whatever I have to say in whatever they want. And I don't want to know what they're, what they're pulling out of it. Mm. What are the things that they're focusing on? Because it's like by their life and by their experiences, they're going to kind of like leech towards things that I would never think that they would ever yeah. reach toward whatsoever. Um, when I came out with my, I call I think I called it a mixtape. I think it was a couple of years ago. I came out with an album of music. Um, and I, one of the songs I, cause I tried to kind of compose this narrative. And I think more than anything, what I was trying to do was I was trying to prove to myself that this is something that I could do. And yeah. I wasn't really focusing on, on it being good whatsoever. I was just kind of like, I'm going to make this, I'm going to throw this out there and that's going to kind of be the end of it. 
Yeah. Um, and I remember like I fucking made it and I, I, I kind of composed a narrative and the narrative was kind of very much the lore behind J boss TV at the time. I don't know if I'm still kind of stepping into it. Um, <clears throat> but I kind of go into it just a little bit, just cause I, I, I don't mm-hmm. hold that shit to any importance anymore, but it was this belief that the character of J boss had murdered his wife. Um, Oh, and didn't do it on purpose. Like it was kind of like an accident. Like somebody fell, like she fell and hit her head mm-hmm. and it, and she died because of that. Um, because yeah. of, like the, of an argument that they were having or something like that. And, but he like, like really blamed himself for it. Um, so what he ended up doing, cause there was this belief that, uh, like that body was still in the house that I, mm. and like there was, cause there was always a room, a room that you never went into in, in you know, in the, in the old, old style j videos. Hmm. Uh, and cause that's where her rotting corpse was. And it was kind of like outside, like on top of that. So that's like kind of like the base premise because yeah. I think on top of that, I was also doing like, a like, a she's a very abusive woman. Like she just kind of manipulated and used J boss a lot. And it kind of like, it wasn't a healthy relationship whatsoever. And kind of out of that, there's this like Stockholm syndrome thing where, you know, like that's why he blames himself so much was because, mm-hmm. you know, this is like an idol for him to worship, yada, yada, yada. And then so on the outside of that, there was out of that, I think, came this idea that uh, a, a split of personalities that his personality just kind of fractured. And that's why we were getting characters like the doctor. And yeah. I think I had also done there was Ungo, the time traveling shit monkey. Um, there was. Uh, Gus, who I I think I only touched on very briefly, um, and I think there was some other there was a third one because uh, and then uh, so those were kind of like the four characters, um, and but on top of that, what I smashed on top of that, so is this belief of um, you know there's a a personality break, but on top of that, I threw on this idea that maybe it wasn't a personality break, that maybe uh, J Boss is being possessed by um, the devil. So, um, it's interesting how with a lot of like this lore stuff, and I've experienced this a lot as well, because there's been multiple, you know, times in the life cycle of, uh, the Nunican channel where, you know, I've, I've had these, these ideas of like, oh, I wanted to go this direction and here's like the overarching thing. And then later I'm like, oh, that was dumb. Why did I set it up that way? (laughs) Uh, but it's, it's weird how it like evolves and you have to kind of like retcon things. Uh, to to make it uh, constantly work and without like completely starting over a lore because that's kind of what I'm running into now with my series where uh, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of aspects of the lore where it's like all right yeah this is this works I guess but I'm kind of running into this thing to where I have a new storyline because this is kind of the quest for quality content is turning into more of like a you know a show. So I want to have an overarching thing going on, but the things that I that I set up the lore for way earlier now to me seem dumb, <laughs> and I have different plans now. So I have to kind of figure out how to transition it. And I think I've done decently in doing that, but uh, some of the old videos probably aren't going to make as much sense anymore. So, but I'm one guy. What are you going to do? Well, and I think that's just kind of how that's how that's just how youtube lore works um yeah. and i think it's important to kind of give yourself like a loose loose infrastructure 
Um, that's why, because a lot of the, these things that I was presented, I never showed in the videos. It was just something that I was kind of holding in the back of my head. Um, but it's something that you just kind of like, you just have to pepper in and kind of keep the story loose or you're, yeah. doing, the ret you're, or you're doing the retconny thing. Um, yeah. Well, I so, mean, I think also like if it's not, if it's an ongoing thing and you're not working with a team of writers, uh, like you, your vision is going to change over time. So it, it's kind of, yeah, you either have to have it really loose uh, so that there's plenty of wiggle room or you have to, uh, you know, make sure that the new stuff makes sense with the old stuff in some, you know, convoluted way or another. But I mean, it's just, I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of channels where it's like they try to make some sort of overarching storyline, but it turns out to be just kind of like, you know, they don't take it too seriously. Like with the filthy Frank thing, like he, I feel like that that's definitely something that it just kind of, you know, it developed over time over just like a bunch of dumb, like skits and memes or whatever. And then when he went to write the book, he was like, okay, how do I, you know, retcon this whole story and make it like a, you know, a coherent thing. And I think I, I, you know, that I, I, that's what I had said in the review that I done. I think that's what really ruined it. I think he should have kept the lore secret. I think that mm. there's some, you know, I think there's some aspect of like you, you, you could still just kind of allow people the ability to build whatever they want. Um, and that's why the idea that I had in that review was instead of coming out with a book that's a story, come out with like like an info like a like an encyclopedia basically yeah that that breaks down like art and stuff in it and yes exactly cool. that yeah and i it's a it, like i said it's a more interesting it's a coffee table book it's something that you can actually show somebody you're hiring writers to kind of add to it um and that, that would definitely be cool it'd also be a lot more difficult for a single person to do he'd definitely have to hire people like artists and stuff but i feel well, like that would that would have been a good idea to where it's like you're still keeping things loose, but you're still giving fans a lot more information on the different characters, but not enough to where stuff st starts uh, not making sense in old videos. No, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, it's just weird to it's weird to retcon everything the way that he did. <clears throat> but it's whatever. I think we should probably get back to dreams. Oops. Uh, well, right, it's remember. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dreams are stories. <laughs> dreams are stories. Much like uh, what we were just talking about. Stories. <laughs> there we go. Perfect segue. Um, and everything thing. everything in dreams is symbolism, except for when it's not. <laughs> All right. So I think those are the three simple facts. Let's get back to everything else. Dream symbols. Um, dive deep into dream symbols. Do it now or do it later. It's the foundational knowledge for decoding dreams, but now you know what most people don't know. Symbols are not as part of are not as important as symbolism for decoding dreams. Dreams string together symbols to create symbolism. The symbol is a small picture. Symbolism paints a bigger one. Begin with the symbol, decode it into everyday language and see how it fits into the big picture. Yeah, cuz I feel like that's one of the things where like uh, I mean, we've done it kind of as like a meme on this on this uh, podcast where, you know, we would just take like one word from the Dreamcast and try and extrapolate that to to like decode the entire dream. But really what it what you got to do is take mul like take all of the symbols and, and figure out the relationship between them instead of just being like, oh, that's a cat. That means, you know, 
blah 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 so that yeah. means your dream is about this that's why a lot of the time is the best way to a lot of the times when I think that we've really kind of come to a good conclusion on dreams because I think sometimes we have a little bit of struggles um, it's kind of it's kind of going through bit by bit and not kind of not trying not to build the narrative until you get to the end so it's right. like we understand that the cat is a symbol for women and that the car is a symbol for change and um, the snakes is a symbol for fear of that change so you bring them together and then you also have to compound real life examples because i think that's a big important part of analyzing dreams is you have to know what's going on in your own life obviously um because if you know if you're in, in your own life you're having marital problems obviously your dreams are trying to tell you that you're afraid that things are going to fall apart but it's trying to it's trying to kind of approach approach it's kind of it's trying to feed you like just kind of give you little nibbles of this idea that things can end and that's what mm -hmm. the dream is trying to tell you and it, it it's trying to allow you to be okay with that thought it's kind of yeah. like uh it's kind of like to bring serial killers back into it it's that tiny little bit of nugget that says well, what happens if I kill this person? And you get that little idea in your head and it grows and it grows and it grows. But as soon as you get that idea in your head, that's kind of the start. Then you can rationalize it once it's in there for so long. Mm. And that's what dreams are trying to do. It's just trying to introduce you to this idea that, hey, maybe life isn't always going to be like this and we're going to have to take a complete tonal shift. Yeah. <clears throat> now... This one has symbolism in action, and, ex and the example is driving. Driving a vehicle is a common dream theme. It offers a wide variety of uses as symbolism. Uh, something about going places. Uh, so driving in reverse. If movement in a vehicle symbolize how your life moves, driving in reverse can symbolize a setback. Simplify the idea, and it means going in the wrong direction. Unless, of course, you want to drive in reverse, which could be a way of saying symbolically, I'm getting ahead of myself and need to step back. Hmm. Brakes don't work. Your life is moving too fast. You can't slow down or your pulse or blood pressure won't slow down. Flat tire. A flat tire can symbolize something that hinders or stops your life's progress. For example, losing a job. If the job is taking you somewhere in your life, losing it is like having a flat tire narrow road your choices are limited you feel hemmed in no deviation is allowed and i think that's important a lot of those small details that you kind of would throw to the wayside when looking at dreams and i think a lot of the times people will throw those things to the wayside because it might just be a brief just a little idea that kind of gets thrown into the dream and you kind of look at it and you're like why why would my brain focus on that and you just kind of throw it away sometimes you can lead yourself in the wrong direction when it comes to dreams Mm -hmm. You you could be going one way and it's trying to tell you something and you can you I mean, you can come to the wrong conclusion. I think that's always very possible. Well, I mean, I, the brain is such a complex thing is such a such a large pool of inputs just kind of scrambled around in a blender until something, you know, you're left with this giant kind of amoeba uh so it, it's 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 a ridiculous undertaking to analyze a dream with any accuracy. And I feel like that's where like this show kind of uh, came from was that it's kind of ridiculous to to act like you know exactly what a dream means, where the brain is such a complex thing to where it's it's impossible to really know, but. Uh, it's not to say that you can't find meaning in dreams, but 
you really have to understand the like it's not like it's set in stone it's not like you oh yes this <laughs> this tree has one ripe fruit therefore i know exactly what i must do now it's kind of you you put your own meaning to it uh and you kind of build your own story with it i guess but it you can't really do it to the amount of accuracy that a lot of you know spiritual people would lead you to believe in my opinion anyway well and i also think that like you shouldn't allow your dreams to dictate the direction of your life um you more than anything dreams are just kind of i think funny amusing entertainment and i yeah. think that's what we need to pull away from it more than anything um maybe well i mean your subconscious has so much effect on on you already why would <laughs> why would you try and give it more power Right. So I think more than anything, I think the most important thing, at least as far as we um, believe, don't take it so seriously. Um, at the end of the day, nothing matters. Everything is a joke. Everything is stupid. And it's important to just kind of laugh it off. Like, oh, my God, it's so stupid and crazy that I dreamed that I murdered my boss. Like, isn't that hilarious when in, it, it's not like a, it's not like I should walk away. as like, hey, I should probably I should quit my job before, <laughs> you know. I not only ruin my life in the process, but other people's lives in the process. Right. If you're unhappy with your job, which I am, and I'm kind of living through it, which is the wrong thing to do. But if you're unhappy, do something about your life. Don't wait for your dreams to tell you that you're unhappy. Be aware and be present in your life. Don't let your dreams be dreams, but also don't let your dreams be your life. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. It's all stupid. <laughs> yeah, that that's the takeaway here. It's all stupid. Just have fun with it. If it's unreal, it's symbolism. Oftentimes, the symbolism of a dream is unnoticed, is noticeable in your face. It draws attention to itself, unmistakable. Remember that piranha plant? Those are the secrets. If you want to know who Nunekin is, deep down inside, look at that oh, dream. No. Imagine if you could, if you could uh, analyze dreams to such a, such a fucking detail to where. You could find out stuff that somebody doesn't want you to know just by taking their their dreams and, you know, figuring out what their deepest, darkest uh, desires are. I mean, I, if, okay, so the whole, like, criminal uh, behavioral psychology or whatever, the, psych the behavioral unit or whatever in the FBI, the one is able, that's able to get a profile of a criminal based on the crime scene that they left behind that the way that they ruthlessly tore off the underpants, not to constantly bring this back to serial killers, but the way that they ruthlessly tore off the underpants means that they have a, you know, a bad relationship with a mother. And a lot of the times they're right in that kind of shit. I wouldn't be surprised if you could completely decrypt somebody's personality based purely on their dreams. Cause I think a lot of people have very different styles of dreams. You know, there's some, like, whenever I tell some people about my dreams, they're like, that makes no sense. Why are your dreams so crazy and stupid? Like, yeah. you know. I don't understand people who have it nice, like, wrapped up in a bow and just handed to them as, like, a as like a storyline. Mine are just like, oh, and this then this happened. And then we were in a dam. And then there was a well, trough. It's like, <laughs> these same people, like, you know, I've been in a relationship where they're like, I had a dream that you cheated on me. And they allow that to dictate their real life emotions. They're like, like apologize now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bitch, I, it was a dream. Like, I don't know, I don't know what you want from me. I didn't It wasn't me dreaming about it. It's on yeah, you. I'm gonna 
I'm going to be mad at you all day, but you're also stupid for dreaming about Tommy Pizza Face giving you ice cream. And it's like, I'm the one that's stupid. There's also the explained in the simplest terms, which I think I, we've kind of like danced upon. A lot mm. of the times, because I try to do that with dreams as well, where you have to take what the person is saying and you have to break it down into little yeah, because a lot of times, pieces. if you if you take it to this point to where you're trying to flesh out too many details, then a lot of times those details are constructions of of your current mind, not your dream. So if you explain it just from okay, this is exactly what I remember off the top of my head, and that's why you have to do it right once you wake up from the dream uh just do everything that you know happened in the dream and write that down so that you know that you're not uh adding stuff in there that that wasn't there yeah and that is always the where you can like for you to make sense in the normal life you will add things to it um and that's why i think bullet list point is like kind of the best where you're really just kind of knocking off and a lot of the times uh noting your feelings i think is also important which that's what the next thing is, is you have to understand how you're feeling about these things. You know, you being scared of the piranha plant, that's an important <laughs> thing to focus on because that fear, uh, it, it's going to it's gonna dictate the meaning of what you are afraid of. By the way, I find it strange that I referred to it as a piranha plant uh, because there was not a single part of it that was a piranha plant. It's just that's what my brain saw it as, you know? Because it's literally a a cat on a spring, like a cat's head on a spring. <laughs> yeah, but important like, things to focus on. Important things to focus on, audience. That's what that's what he's telling you. Why is yeah, he afraid yeah, yeah. of a piranha plant that isn't even a piranha plant? <laughs> yeah, what what's going on there? It's a and why am I creeped out by by puppets? Even though I like puppets. Always consider the obvious meaning and message. What would be the obvious meaning for my... I just, I just had too much caffeine. That jack-in-the-boxes are scary. That's what, I mean, that's, <laughs> you know... The, you know, things that are popping, especially when you're least expecting it. Like, you're expecting that thing to be there, but I think what it is is I don't think you were expecting it to change every time that you saw it. Yeah. I remember... I remember just, just laughing when I got up. After, like, I was, I was scared. I was in a cold sweat, but I was like... Why did I buy that? <laughs> right, why why was that something that it. I purchased and then forgot it was there every time? Like that was that was like played as like a bit. Like if that was a show, like I see my dreams a lot as like, you know, movies cuz I I watch a lot of movies and shows or whatever. Uh like you could tell that it was meant it was played for laughs if it was a show, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the reoccurring thing where like uh, he he he's scared of this thing and he's like oh i remember that now i'm not going to i'm not going to fall for that again and then something like big happens you know a trough full of pills or whatever <laughs> that he's walking back all all flustered or whatever and he completely forgets about the thing and then he's scared by it and he's like god damn it that kind of thing Let's see. i don't know I'm very curious. I really, I if you if you don't analyze any other dream, analyze this one. I need to know. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Just so because. I feel like what we should do is is give uh, an updated summary 
uh, before the end of the episode here, uh, what what the takeaway is, you know, just like a bullet pointed thing, uh, so that they know what to look for when they are analyzing uh, analyzing dreams. Uh, uh, well, so yeah, so I think, well, and that's I think that's because I yeah we did we have reached the end of this article, and I mean this website kind of goes on and on about every little thing. Yeah, uh, that you I mean, there's branching pathways. Of. It's like a pick your own adventure of pompous Reddit stuff. But yeah, but I think when it comes to dreams, it's it's important. It's important to latch on the details. And I think if we're talking from a little, if you're looking to like look at your own dreams, um, just for you know shits and giggles, it's important to latch onto those details right off the get go. Um, so it's important to have a dream driddle, even if, or, or even if you're somebody like me. If I think about the dream in the morning, then it tends to kind of stick with me because I kind of get that like incredulous uh, emotion towards it. I'm just like, man, isn't that mm. crazy? That is so, so crazy and stupid. And also on top of that, tell that dream to people. The more that you yeah. tell it, the more that you're going to remember it. Um, and I think or also flesh it out more than more or fresh it more more out than uh, than was actually there. Which, if you're doing it just for shits and giggles anyway, that can be more fun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, I think on top of that, I think uh, letting I think telling that story over and over again, uh, it has a possibility of hurting you. But I think it's going to help you latch onto the details that matter the most. And once you kind yeah. of are able to latch onto those details, um, like for my dream, for example, I think the snot was a big one. I don't think that the fact that he was a TikToker was important, but the snot was a big one. I think the quarantine was a big one. I think the I was trapped in my bed was a big one. I think I had a broken arm as well. Here's mm. the details that I'm un- I was you know unable to remember, right? But it's the things that stick out to you. I think are the ones that you want to kind of focus in on because maybe it's something along the lines of me being afraid of my own success. Wouldn't that be crazy if that's what my dreamt meant? Because it's the maybe the fact that he is a TikToker is what's important. That uh, with him mm. being successful and also being a doctor, that because that's a like right, that's a right, whole... okay, yeah, yeah. So this 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 fucking disgusting. Uh, this disgusting creature of a person who's just snot <laughs> his snaz is just leaking garbage all over his <laughs> his his breasts <laughs> as you put it uh, <laughs> is somehow in this in this successful position being a doctor uh, but but in in real life you know being successful ish in like entertainment whereas you're sitting there at the mercy of this. <laughs> And it's like, I'm stuck in bed. And I think that's another very interesting thing to take out of it. I'm stuck in bed. I cannot escape this bed. And he's almost kind of taunting me. Um, keeping like, me oh, what are you sick? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so my TikTok money. <laughs> yeah, I think and I, I think it's if you find the right person having conversations about your dreams can be fun. People who are willing to accept the reality of it, especially if you're one of those people that have just kind of nutso bongo off the walls in dreams. Um, yeah, I mean, don't talk to people about your shitty, your shitty, boring dreams. No one, like, people will hate you for that. Talk, talk about the weird dreams. People like that. Yeah, I, I dreamed that I cut my own dick off and then I was sucking on it like it was a pacifier. <laughs> like, that's what yeah, you just need say to start that the to everyone you with. meet. <laughs> like, not even someone you know. Just open with that. You might get a sexual harassment lawsuit on your hands, but it'll be okay. It's like, hey, can you interpret this dream for me? So there I was with my dick in my hand, <laughs> severed from my body. 
And I got the weirdest inclination to just suck on it. <laughs> Real deep throat that bitch. Uh so yeah so i think repetition is also what's going to help i think it's what's going to it's going to cement it and i think it's going to allow you to find the details that matter and then kind of sparsing it through whether you're talking through it with yourself or the mirror which is also yourself um (laughs) and then from there kind of look at those keynotes what are the things that are sticking out to you what are the most important parts and try to kind of funnel in what's really going on in your life I think the most important thing, if you're trying to analyze your own dream, write it down as soon as you get up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I already said that. Oh, okay. Well, you've been cutting out. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not trying to step on your toes here. I just legitimately hear you. Yeah. Like I said, I, you know, right when you wake up, either try to go over it in your head or write it down. I think that's what I said before we got into that whole tangent. Gotcha. Because, and then, you know, like I said, on top of that, try to tell somebody, you know, have it be close friends more than anything. Just kind of recount. Have a fun, like, oh, man, I had the craziest dream last night. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, I think whether you're in it for the memes or what, there's still some sort of um, interest in dreams. So find people that you that are in that same realm, because there's plenty of people out there who just think dumb shit about dreams. Uh, it's hard, but I, th- I feel like they, they have a good basis after listening to this entire episode um, of what to do for their own dream interpretation. So now with the tools that you have, I implore you, uh, take that dream that I had and tell me, what does it mean? Figure out what Nunikin is really afraid of and then give give all that information to a criminal profiler. And let's, <laughs> let's find out what kind of person Nunikin actually is. I think that's important. That's important. It's very, it's pertinent to the time. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I think in general, in terms of the land broads, you know, the broad scope of the world, just take care of yourselves. Um, take care of yourselves, your neighbors, your friends, your family, um, be safe, make smart decisions. Uh, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. I, that's like the, that's the biggest creed that I try to live my life through is <laughs> just don't be a dick, dude. Um, you know, and if you are going to be a dick, do it to the people who deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking asshole managers in track pants. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening to the Dreamcast. Uh, all of your um, interpretations that you have, all of your dreams, all of your nonsense hate, send that shit to the email. <laughs> um, the real Dreamcast at gmail.com. Also. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DreamcastPod. Follow us on Instagram at DreamcastPod. We have our own personal Twitters, uh, JBost over at JBostTVOK. And also and Nunican TV. over at Nunican TV. I wasn't going to do it go. this time. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking interrupting me. I'm doing the outro. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, now that we're kind of getting on board and really kind of picking up steam with this shit, episodes every single Monday, unless otherwise noted, on the Twitter. We're going to try and yeah, be a little we'll, bit more we'll keep, active. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. If if something goes wrong, we'll let you know. Uh, yeah. Please, uh, Twitter is probably the best place to stay in contact with us and, uh, you know, just kind of keep this as an interesting uh, community more so than just a one-sided thing. So uh, please follow us on Twitter and uh, just the Dreamcast, uh, Dreamcast Pod on Twitter. And let us know what you think. (laughs)
All right, guys. Good night. (laughs) Sweet dreams. Thank you.